Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dry Peak. I'm your host, James Graham, and with join join with me as always is Scott, this kid fucking cheats Finley. Hey guys. So last week we unfortunately got tripped up with COVID. It's the first time we've actually had a recording error since COVID started. Um, we joked about it a lot that we weren't affected, but it, it, it came to Nova Scotia. We, we were like, there's I mean, no. It's still like only like a hundred people. I mean, we we joke, but US has like hundreds of thousands. We got like a hundred people. We got we got 120. I think that's, so that's what yeah, we're at right now. So like we get like nine, ten cases a day. 0.01% or something. Yeah, know, yeah, such yeah. Such a marginal amount. Yeah. So we're not affected that much, but it, you know, it threw us off last week. So uh, we're but we're back. We're back, and I think we picked a really good week to come back because we had a fuck ton of announcements. It's gonna be sick. Um, yeah. But first, I want to go into as per usual. What we're drinking. You're boring as shit today, apparently. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because everyone's freaking out, I didn't want to go to the liquor store. So drinking the the dusty old ones, having a Heineken. <laughs> the old Heineken, yeah. <laughs> it goes smooth, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, that's... You can it won't fuck up. you up, but it's, you know, nice. It's consistent, right? Yeah. And I, what I take? I got a Lucky Punk. Like, look at that fucking... Look at that logo. It was sick, man. Old, old Diablo. Old yeah. Devil. Right? Nice. That's awesome. Apologize for our audio listeners. and sorry. You're going to have to check us out on YouTube to see this bomb ass can but uh anyways yeah as always guys we always want to try and break down you know patch notes uh events that are coming up roster swaps cool stuff that are happening with various teams shit like that we get into it all um but this week the big topic is we got our worlds yeah we got we got we got valorant worlds it's fucking yeah. awesome well we speculated about it a lot i think on like the second episode <laughs> just saying like you know the formatting that rides done for the lcs like you're gonna see that come here and uh and we did yeah yeah and like in like i think there's there's some concern that it's it's coming too early but i think them laying their ground down the groundwork this this early is perfect i think it really yeah. makes it like their their announcement was very very clear on how to qualify how to go about it um really nice graphics like i mean they made yeah. it like i mean yeah i i i was a big fan so they bro- they broke it down into three separate three separate things so we have challengers which is a regional tournament um similar to what you're kind of seeing with like first strike and stuff like that uh then you have masters who basically is the three like the qualifiers from those those challenger brackets is what i understand yeah um and we have three sets of those then we have the basically the makeup tournament um so all these teams that did well in masters and maybe didn't you know they kind of missed the mark um have a chance to kind of take another crack at it right and then we have champions which is the world right so uh most regions have two or more with the exception of latin america which i found weird i didn't know how many i didn't see how many teams they get yeah so latin america was the only team that is is only guaranteed one everybody wow. else gets two or more so i don't know why i mean like brazil gets two uh japan gets two. Oh, okay all right well uh, how many teams are there truly in latin america yeah i know yeah i know it's it's it's, it's kind of a weird region like most can... of the spanish teams i know of are are Brazilian, or I guess I should say Portuguese. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, so I don't know how many like teams from Mexico there are. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, Down like, that way. yeah, in the, yeah, because it's that general area, yeah. right? So, yeah. So, but I mean, they, like, I mean, I, I'm glad they are like recognizing all these things. The big concern, though, is OS kind of got shafted. I did not see Australia on there at all. Mm. And there's been a so Magus just, Riot Magus just put it recently out, kind of addressing that, and they're going to try and do something with. Australia, as far as I think they're going to rope them in North America or something like that. Yeah, in Counter-Strike, that's actually what happened. Is yeah. Australia just either got lumped in with North America and some, or with um, some of the you know Southeast Asian countries. Okay. Some. So, right. yeah. Yes, actually, I, in Dodgeball, it's the same way. Like uh, really? Australia competes with Malaysia. 
Okay. And not with like it's only because they're so close. I guess so. Yeah, it was the closest person yeah. to them, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, Riot's operations in Oceania has been like super sketchy as of recently. Uh, they shut down their League of Legends division down there. They, wow. they closed the whole. They closed the entire division. People were pissed. I was devastated because I I love that region. So crazy. Yeah, so we're gonna see what happens with them, but yeah, then we have like then we have champions. With champions is sixteen teams from basically all these tournaments pushed up into one, and it's uh, the seating is is a, it was a tad confusing to me because this is my really my first time with a tournament right. like this. It's not as clear cut as I'm used to. I get you. Um, but yeah, so we're dealing with that, and they they're, they're coming in swinging with two massive sponsors, Red Bull and Secret Labs. Like, yeah, I mean, I think any any smart investor is gonna see Riot. Investing all this money and doing anything, really. this was formatting, yeah. And you're like, well, I want to get part of that because imagine how many people are going to be viewing this, especially worlds like worlds for League of Legends. I, I know it had like a you know a viewership oh, record for a long time. Like, yeah, they they usually hold it. They like, I mean, like, like more than a million people concurrent, like between oh, Twitch, okay. YouTube, Facebook, whatever other platforms. Yeah, and it's it's not and it's not including uh, not including China either. China's usually left out of those infographs. Right. But I mean, they're they're still they still crush it without China, yeah. right? Like I went to an esports statistician webinar recently. Oh really? Yeah. Look at and, you. Uh, esports pulls in more viewers than things like you know NASCAR and MMA and all oh, these yeah. things. So like, if you're a sponsor for any of those, like this, this is something to keep an eye on. Like, this yeah. is it's growing, and this is growing faster than any traditional sport has ever grown. So I think this is a smart investment for Red Bull. Secret oh, Labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Secret Labs has been a long-time investor of Riot. They right. like they've done. They've done. Are they, are they the gaming chair company? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I own a Secret Labs chair. I'm not going to try and sell it too much, but holy fuck, is it comfortable? Big fan. Helps your posture. It's great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice little shell. But uh, yeah, they they've been backing Riot with League of Legends for cool. ages. So it, for them, it makes sense. But Red Bull's a, Red Bull's a new one. So right. It'll be interesting to see like what I I, I really just want to start seeing all these qualifiers that happens i want to see challengers like start like yeah well this uh this format's not that foreign to me so this is right. very similar to counter-strike where you have your regional tournaments the, the winners of those you have to go to masters which in counter-strike is something completely different but uh and then the winners of masters like one the first first and second mm-hmm. and the regions that get this thing called like legend status for counter-strike where you're you know the top seed going to the majors you okay know, you might get a buy or you might get the you know the easier pool because obviously the top seed plays against the bottom seed yeah. and for anyone who doesn't know how tournaments work, uh, the top seed plays against the bottom seed. So obviously, if you come in at number one, you get an easy bracket getting to play against some unknown fucking like B tier team that yeah, just got like skirted like, through. In yeah. Counter Strike, I think the world's best team got to play against a Mongolian team last year that no one had ever heard of. So if you're a team like that, like fucking wicked, right? Yeah, free freebie. You free, take those, yeah, so. And, and so we're participating in the other Masters too. From my understanding, also get like net you points towards. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're gonna do sort of like a league. Yeah, exactly. So oh, like, cool. you, so basically, if you win Masters, you get the guaranteed slot. But then the the rest of the scene comes from how you perform in in Masters period. So like, you're not like shafted if you don't win. You still get some sort of credit. Right. It. And I guess that's the benefit of having three sets of challengers, yeah. three sets of Masters, all that. Uh, which is cool because I know like the, we're seeing now in some of these first strike tournaments, some tier one teams getting upset by teams that have been able to. You know, like review their games, and, yeah. and they can't do the same in reverse because it's an unknown name. So exactly, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, more opportunities for everyone. Well, we saw it in CIS with Gambit, right? Like, I mean, yeah. And actually, I don't even I didn't even see the team that beat Gambit on the CIS. Yeah. Team. <laughs> Me either. I, like, which is a sin, right? But like, 
but it goes to show like if you're a you know a big name it, all your footage is out, out there yeah. anyone can watch it anyone can know exactly like how you're gonna play every situation and you can't do the same so you either just gotta be fucking insane or change everything and yeah no one's changing everything for uh, some shit unknown name right? well that's just it right like why yeah. would they bother right yeah exactly yeah so going back to more uh more recent tournaments and stuff like that we're starting to see the first strike uh actual quarterfinal brackets starting to kind of get laid out so as of right now we have eu cis uh japan i think korea is just floating around out there as well right but we'll kind of touch on korea after we talk about this um, but like there is like there's some heavy hitters going into Europe. Like we got we got G two, yeah. we got uh, Fun Plus Phoenix. Um, uh, one of the Orglis rosters apparently up. is nuts. Um, yeah, we get uh, purple cobras. I'm so happy somebody named their fucking roster that. Yeah, like, and like from the dodgeball movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's Ben, it's ben yeah. Stiller's team. That's good. That's really good. Like yeah, that. and of course we have Team Liquid, uh, Team Heretics. Uh, some FC, I, I, that's the one thing I love about Europe is that like football clubs always get involved in this shit. So I don't see Guild. I, well, Guild got disqualified. Right? Yeah, 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 and they were ne- that's tough. Guild is also the biggest amount of shit posters on Reddit. I don't know if you've noticed this, but that's the, good. But the Guild, yeah, the Guild Reddit account. I love is that. Like, yeah, I mean, for in Counter Strike, that was always Fnatic that would meme. Oh yeah, okay. You know, so it's good to see orgs doing that, and I think that makes a it makes the community like you and b good for engagement exactly right so yeah, people yeah, yeah. like engagement especially but, after like a kind of a controversial thing going right. on like i mean you want to kind of say like not same face but you want to try and like get, keep yourself relative right right of course and i you know best way to do it is double down and meme on yourself i think <laughs> exactly but, right I, you know i'm happy to see team liquid there it's good that liquid moved to europe for a team instead of na because since counter strike their na team has just been subpar okay right. and uh one of my favorite players scream is on liquid so yeah you do love scream yeah, yeah. talk about my one taps <laughs> so i like scream he's a good guy you gotta you gotta like a definitive favorite out of this i like liquid a lot i hate the owner of g2 so that you, hate Car- oh, you hate carlos i a little scarf boy i can't <laughs> handle it so i don't know that that taints that i do really want to see guild i kind of want to see this comeback story you know they kind of fell from graces and i want to see them you know redeem themselves so i, I kind of want to look out for them if, if they can make it their way back in yeah like yeah mo- moving down the line for sure yeah. yeah yeah i do think i think like fun plus phoenix seems to be like the the titan over there right and i think they're going to be probably the ones that take it all but yeah i actually haven't seen i've only seen like four or five of these teams play yeah so three of them are just completely unknown, unknown to, to you me, yeah. So, yeah and i mean it's always weird seeing like an orgulous roster make Right. Like a major tournament, right? Like, I mean, like... And that's fair, but you actually see it quite a lot in Counter-Strike. Like, you know, if you get signed for a season and you do really well, next season, if, if you got a shit contract, like... Guys just drop, right? Yeah, why would you continue? You know, just go orgless, still put up results, and people are going to be like, well, f- you know, I want to back these kids. Yeah, exactly. So right? It's common to me, but it's it looks weird on paper seeing... Orgulous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So a fun fact about the first right qualifiers for Europe. Somebody somebody immediately after did a power ranking of Europe. And I mean, of course, Fun Plus is at the top. Liquid is in there. All this good stuff. Um, but their unknowns that they slotted in like towards the middle slash top were Oxygen and Gambit. They're like, this is a sin. Like, I mean, somebody else kind of right. shares the sentiment of us being like, these guys got robbed. Like, why, right. well, you know, so, I mean... I mean, I agree, for what yeah. it's worth. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, right? So, it's good to know that, that that degree of dominance is still being picked up on, and that they're since they're competing in, like, you know, their 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 region, people are still keeping an eye on them, right? But us saying, like, they were robbed and all that uh, shit, you know, early on, I think, like, you know, episode, like, one, two, or three. Yeah. Uh, went back, and, and I even speculated, you know, they wouldn't region lock it if there wasn't going to be a world. Right. There is a world now. Yep. 
So th- they're not really fucked in the long term because they're still getting exposure on the biggest stage that Valorant yeah. has so far. Very true, yeah. Um, which, you know, still can attract sponsors. And it just leaves room, I guess, for up-and-coming talent in, in you know, the Russia, mm-hmm. you know, that may not necessarily get noticed in Europe because it's such a big pool. Yeah. Make it noticed there. That's so. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, yeah, I think long term, it probably works out there. Right. Right. So just think about Gambit Gaming and their, some of their debuts in, in League back in the day. Oh, like, dude. They were legit nobodies. And Moscow see, 5, man. Yeah, Moscow 5. <laughs> you see Alex Itch just come out mid, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and he's insane. So yeah. I, I hope that Gambit continues this tradition of just, of just <laughs> nutty CIS players <laughs> that no one knows and they're able to just surprise people because I, I that's part of the fun of, for in my eyes of the region locking yeah game. yeah yeah you know because I mean like people people fucking love underdogs and if you just give them a bunch of regions that people don't watch because I mean let's let's be real the biggest viewerships are like North America and Europe right for the most part like I mean uh, Korea definitely gets some hype um, and, but I mean like you get these smaller regions that start like you know they, they take the legs out from somebody and everybody's like holy shit well, yeah, plus you get like a lot of, uh, you know, people who are quite patriotic that, mm-hmm. that may not necessarily always watch the stream if you have, you know, an international roster yeah. versus if you have a homebred, like, uh, you know, people like to, it's like just in our nature to root for something that's like close to you. Because yeah. again, in this statistician webinar, like it's true, like, you know, I'm from Montreal, everyone in Montreal loves the Canadians. Yeah. Maybe not countrywide people love the Canadians. They definitely don't. But you can definitely relate more to the people from your own city, town, yeah. province, state than you can from some random guy from another fucking world. Yeah. So. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's so true, right? Like, I mean, I see a Canadian on any Valorant roster. I'm like, I got to watch them. Just, yeah. Just, be, just absolutely. because, right? Well, and there's no Canadian teams hardly ever except no. for now the, the French Canadians – you're the French Canadian Gen G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we, yeah. But like in Counter Strike, like, mixed opinions about Gen G. All the <laughs> best Counter Strike players that have ever come from Canada got picked up by teams from other countries, yeah. and it's a little disappointing to see. Yeah, I mean, Counter Strike tried to do a Worlds a long time ago where they did, you know, countries. Okay, yeah, right. and the Canadian team was was still like fucking good. It was like Subrosia, Shroud. Oh my god. Uh, fuck. Who else? We're going way back in the like, like tons of amazing names yeah. that you're like, wow, damn, those guys are Canadian. Like, <laughs> Canadian you know, they've always... played under American or you know European orgs for forever. And yeah. Like, so I, yeah, you should cheer on your country. Absolutely, yeah. Show them the support. You know, they are all getting shipped out to other countries. You know, <laughs> cheer on your boys. Yeah, exactly. Right. You got you got to help the homies out. So we're not gonna, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna delve too much into the CIS and uh, Japanese uh, first strike brackets just because I'm not comfortable enough to know really to really teach. I know the big the big like titan out of Japan is Jupiter Rising or right. or Jupiter, Jupiter something. Jupiter. Uh, I don't know. I'm, a, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm, I'm only saying it. that because it's a movie name. Yeah, I don't actually I, know. Yeah, I know. It's got right. Jupiter in the name though. Absolute Jupiter. There we go. Sick name. Yeah. So Absolute Jupiter from what I've seen have always been like, they've been the favorites right now within Valorant. Yeah, those are some sick names. They got yeah, Reject Scars, Blackbird, Ignis. Crazy raccoon. We got another raccoon team. That's Detonation sick. Gaming. Yeah. So Detonation Gaming has actually been around for a while. They're a well-known Japanese uh, esports org. Uh, then we got Fav Gaming, Sengoku, and then Absolute Jupiter. But to my understanding, Absolute Jupiter are they're they're the guys to beat. They're the fun plus. They're you know they're, right. they're the I don't know the TSM. I don't, well I can't even say it. TSM. again. 
the excitement of worlds. You're going to yep. see Japanese teams that you haven't seen before. They're going to come out, play against your favorites, and you're going to be mind-blown. Like, oh, yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly, right? Yep. So, uh, moving on to our next our next discussion. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll close on the, on the first strike talk with uh, Korea's, uh, when they're doing the first strike cha- championship, they're doing it in uh, Riot Park, which is right. a, like a known esports uh, stadium they have over there. And they have only 40 tickets, which is like 10%, 10% capacity. Something like that, yeah. So it's like you like it's like a private showing wow. of a you know of a, like a, a well, that's kind of sick, right? I mean, obviously the tickets, I, I can't even speculate how much they're gonna they're be. gonna they're gonna charge top dollar, man. They have to, and right? even if they're not top dollar, whoever gets them, like if I got one, I love going to lands, but I would sell the fuck out of that because <laughs> that thing would go for so much money. <laughs> Plus, like you know, if there's only forty people, imagine those players like they're gonna sign your stuff. Like you're gonna get to you're, like, oh, probably be... meet. Like it's gonna be way more personal than ever before. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna set up. Like, I mean, this is obviously for COVID and everything like that. Don't really know how like barrier locked you're gonna be with all this stuff. But I mean, again, you're right. right. It's gonna be a way more personal experience, even if you would, you have to be like six feet away from right. It, right. So yeah, that is that's that's gonna be nutty. And it's and it's our first. It's our first land for first strike. That is like just because of when right. first strike happened, right? So, which I mean, you could also consider that sort of a an advantage for you know Korea. They get to they get to feel like they what, get to feel Valorant on zero ping. Yep. Yep. In person, like some of the first probably in the world to get to do that. Yeah. So across from the dude, you're fragging. Like, how does it, like that's like. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, exactly. You, that makes your pop offs like powerful. Exactly, right? right? You stand up, your chair knocks over. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you know. I, yeah, that's, that, that, like that's what you watch esports. That's, you like you 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 know you want that shit, right? Yeah. So, but now we're gonna go back to the first strike qualifier in North America. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, I posted about this. Um, Scott didn't really care for it too much. He called the guy a bitch. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't a fan. He's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, man. It's a good move. But uh, Simo or Simo, uh, however you say his name, reached out on Reddit and was like, guys, like, uh, I know I got a lot of feedback for how I cast a TSM and Hundred Thieves. Basically, right. that he was just like, I want to see TSM and, uh, and Sentinels play. Like that was right. like the dialogue. He showed, like, I mean. It's I'm, I'm I'm all for caster like you know like kind of bias and stuff like that because you kind of needed to build a storyline, um or like in a good like back and forth with casters. But he came out like a TSM jersey. He was just like he was just you know he was salty the whole time. I think bias is okay on the desk like as a as an analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Like if I'm on the desk and I'm introducing a game and then you can you know in Counter Strike the desk people often will say you know this is who I think is going to win this game. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you know sort of in a in a betting fashion. Uh, but he was biased the whole time. And it, what's crazy is this whole looking for feedback on Reddit is crazy to me because, A, casting is as old as fucking time itself. Like, <laughs> just go on YouTube, watch famous other casters. I saw in the comments there's someone's talking about uh, a famous football caster. Yeah, Tony. But, he was talking to Tony fucking Romo. He there's won. already casting legends that are, are reviewing these games and having watch parties. Like, legendary analytical people from Counter-Strike, yeah. people from other sports. Like, I, it's crazy to me. Like... You can just view all that and and go into it. It's in the, yeah, and that's the you thing. Know. Like I mean, we're no. past the point that esports is 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 new. That you're like, oh, I don't, you know, this is like right. we're trying to break this out. Like Valorant's not even technically new anymore. And Val- the thing is, Valorant is a shooter. There is right. other shooters you can draw from for the casters. Rainbow Six has some great right. fucking talent. Uh, Kickstarter just won one of the esports awards. Yep. Um, like, I mean, they have some real good people to listen to. Right? So what's crazy to me is is how can you like looking for feedback in my mind is like, oh, they're brand new to casting. Right. But if you're brand new to casting, how the how are you casting first strike? <laughs> 
UMG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't know. It's crazy to me. On, uh, in Counter Strike, on our main like third party client ESEA, yeah. On the forums, people will post a Twitch link saying, "Yo, I'm casting this semi pro game or this this team's game," and they may be an unknown shit team and no one cares about them, right? But it gives that person practice casting. And, and they're brand new and, and they're getting kind of live feedback on the spot and, and yeah. you know, all that stuff. And even they, like random 13-year-olds in their bedroom, are not this biased. So I, <laughs> I, I feel like this guy should have critical thinking introduced into his life maybe. I don't know. Does it make you feel better that the top comment was like, bro, it doesn't look good? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I agree. Like, <laughs> yeah. Looking for feedback, like God damn. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm okay. I, I, like you've you you swayed me, man. Because like, yeah, you're right. Like, how'd you get the job, dude? How'd you yeah, how did you get the job? Yeah, tell us, dude. Tell us. Like, so reveal his, your team. You know somebody? Is his uncle the director? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Who you know in UMG, man? I mean, I, I, he could probably be good, and I don't doubt that. But the fact that. He can't reflect on his own performance and, and make those sort of improvements. A, a big, a big nail, and like not, I wouldn't say the final nail, but definitely a nail in the coffin for me was the, his comments back. So his comments back were like, not he wasn't super receptive either. That was the other thing. Right. He was very much like, oh yeah, I guess I should like talk about the TSM storyline this way instead. And everyone was like, no, like just don't. Yeah, you know what tough, I mean. Right? <laughs> like, and, and he even admitted, you know, I'm not very good at the game, so analytical is not my style. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Then that's fine. But then if they're playing, let them play. Like, see if you're talking for between rounds. Like, yeah. You know, exactly. he's basically like when I watched, he was literally just saying what was happening on the screen. It's like I got fucking eyes. Yeah, I can see that. Right? Like, yeah. the observers are doing better. So right? either like, tell I mean, me something I don't know, mm-hmm. or make it like conversational. You know, like I don't know. Anyway, it, yeah, spice it up, right? It wasn't it for me. Yeah, that's fair. My favorite part was the Kaplan from same uh, space of the game even like jumped in and tried to give mm-hmm. him criticism. It just didn't didn't work, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he actually, I think he had the same opinion as me, which is like, if you don't know what the fuck's going on, look, look, then look let it happen and talk about it later. Like, yeah. I don't want some fucking gold or platinum noob telling me like what's going oh, on while I'm watching. That's off. You know, my bad. It's offside. Man. Like, <laughs> some of these people watching are you know diamond and immortal and maybe they know more and they don't want to hear your you know uneducated perspective mm-hmm. but maybe they're silver and they can't comprehend like you know you kind of got to cater to both and, yeah absolutely yeah it's tough. yeah you can't you can't make anybody happy right but another team we want to talk about out of north america is the boys they these guys have kind of became a like a fan favorite of us the moon yeah. raccoons man the yeah. moon raccoons so Moon Raccoons, for whatever reason, don't still have an orc. They're still themselves. Um, I like that. Yeah, I, I, it's really, you know, it's, they are, these guys are like definitive underdogs. Like. So in Counter Strike, the team Astralis, they name themselves Astralis. Same situation, no org. Yeah. Then they big balled it and they made an org with that name. So I would love to see Moon Raccoons just say, fuck it. We're going to make the Moon Raccoon org and get sponsors. Well, or I mean, they, they did first step, man. They, they made merch. They like, yeah, well, okay. Loosely. I, mean, I, I know. I mean, it's, it is more a, of a joke, it's a t-shirt right? makers website, but I get you. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. You can't say because you fucking bought. So yeah. Okay. I did buy a Moon Raccoon crew neck cause it was nice. And I want to support the boys. It goes to charity. So fuck it. But yeah, it is like a website with like fifty pages of T-shirts. Oh yeah, you know? and they're just they're just in there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we respect the, the we respect the hustle. We respect the hustle. But uh, I mean, they definitely could use some of the proceeds. So I, I'm surprised that they're putting it to charity. So good it's, for them. But yeah, I mean, like it's it's a good look, right? Like I mean, I haven't seen them like actively recruiting for like anal staff or anything right. like that. It's just been like they're they're doing stuff like this, right? Like, I mean, they are a solid roster. Like right. they, they they know how to like. 
they know how to big dick it. Like, when, they, when they're on fire, those guys are nuts, right? Like, so it's, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I thought, I thought this was really cool. So. Yeah, I mean, when you're at that level, like, I feel like you only really need, like, a coach and then, like, a like an anal- like maybe a more- lifestyle coach or something. But at that point, like, an- analysis is something that you do as a team anyway. Like, mm-hmm. most big FPS orgs, like, who's a great example? Who just uploaded a video and I sent you it the other day? Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves, yeah. So Hundred Thieves, the five man roster and their coach in their practice days when they were in person did demo review days. Like, yeah. Where they would do, you know, a, a one or two or three game demo review. And that's what you need. Like this whole analysis thing of like this one guy feeding you the information of like what you need to do, not as like so much as like a group. Yeah, activity. it doesn't it doesn't work. And I'll tell you why it doesn't work, because in shooters, um, you know, like my job on on attacker side may be to hold this one position for 25 seconds and then rotate to this position mm-hmm. to execute, you know, this site with the team. Right. So like I need to know what the guy on the opposing side is doing. Cause if he is like prone to push at a specific time or or do something specific, like I need to know about that. And someone doing analysis for the whole team and for the org itself is not going to catch the opposing fives. Like the, like the intricacies. Individual in the, the, tendencies, yeah. Okay, right, okay. So I think demo reviewing, from my Counter-Strike opinion, everyone needs to do it. Like when I do it for my team as a whole, it's like, okay, on pistol round, they do this. They do like uh, three men up mid, and two yeah. men split from this side. Uh, on the eco round, they do this. On anti-ecos, they do this. And it's more like general. Okay. And that's what an analysis, an analyst would probably bring. But demo reviews need to be done by the team. I, it, needs so, to be a, it needs to be a group activity, yeah. So they probably don't need that. Yeah, they probably yeah. Coach, I, lifestyle coach, maybe say go to the gym, eat healthy, little bitch, get, and that's it. You know, get Jack. <laughs> like that's that's the priority. So we're gonna round this episode off with a very very lackluster video, but it came right from Riot, the Dev Diaries in regards to maps. Right. So people were real salty about this because they basically watched four and a half minutes of not really getting an answer. But we talked about this a little bit in pre-show when we were setting up. What are they gonna say, right? Like. Uh, like, I don't know. I work for a company that has a roadmap and, you know, what they're going to do over the next two years is not public knowledge, nor should it be. Mm-hmm. Same with Riot. Like, they don't have to say anything to the community. I think you could say, you know, Icebox wasn't how we envisioned it or people don't like it or we think it's fine. Yeah. Fuck you. You know, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Or Riot, dog. I, I just don't think they owe anyone anything. Yeah. So, you, you did get some definitive answers. So, they were they did talk about, like, how Icebox is more of like a, it rewards quicker reflexes and stuff like that because all their angles are like tight as fuck, right? Also, um, anyone with a Molly, a turret, a camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It awards it rewards good utility yep. and quick reflexes, right? Which I mean is like it's definitely different from the rest of the maps. Like a lot of the maps, you have some really long angles that you can set up. And I know that, and I'm a fucking silver scrub. Like I mean, you can just sit there and wait. And as long as you're like, as long as you're on the ball, you're gonna win, right? But you can't do that in icebox. Like you have like one or two. It's different for sure. Like when yeah. I've played it, um, I'm diamond three, like yeah, diamond three, immortal one, and everyone mostly plays like three mid and like one on A, one on B, and it's yeah. kind of like retake simulator. You know, the, yeah. the one guy on B is gonna either play really far back and not take a fight and kind of let them in and, and prevent waste time. Yeah. So like when I play B, I play Killjoy, I put, you know, Molly on the, the corner by the box, Molly in the tube. Yeah. You play back, maybe go for a quick little cheeky like, little kill, like yeah. one tapper. Back right the and, and then you back off and they try and plant, you Molly it. So they can't, you waste time, your teammates all come in, you retake it together. Yeah. Or alternatively, you try and push up for info and uh, yeah, you, it's a retake simulator that, yeah. that map. And, I don't mind it, mm. but people I know 
from you know the game all don't like it yeah oh yeah yeah no i've played with some of the same people and they're like dodge dodge like dodge right now i'm like i like it yeah i I I want to learn it right it's a fun map but it's not a map where you can be like i'm a one trick this main yeah and and where you can just do the same thing you do in every other map you you need to pick a character to match the map and i think that's something people are not comfortable with not yet anyways at least right because i think yeah you like you're like like that's just it like as somebody who one trick Sova, like I mean, I know exactly what my role is right. and how to do it on every map. Just because, like you know, that's like I've just only practiced. Well, it that. doesn't differ because most maps require the same thing. Oh, well, that's just it. I just need yeah. to. I need a long dart for. And it. that's not to say you yeah. can't be good in Icebox on any character because you could. Yeah. But like when you start to get to the highest levels, like you need certain things to be efficient or effective, and and people are just not comfortable doing that. Like yeah. if if I play it like. A, a duelist all the time. Yeah. And my team needs a sentinel on this map because two sentinels on Icebox is fucking sick. Yeah. So it's, I, you I, need I, to be able to play one. And, and just some people are like, well, it doesn't match my play style. I can't do it. And that I think is a, is a problem more with the community than the map. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't mind the map. No, I like, I, I like just, I like the aesthetic too. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, map, map could be better, but I think it's fine as it is. Yeah. And I think pros who have time to practice this all day and practice their champions and put time in, mm-hmm. We'll get used to it, and it won't be a big deal at all. But it's the community's like stubbornness that yeah. is, is the downfall. Well, that's just it, right? They know they like they think they know what they like. It's one right. of those things, and they don't want to break away from it, right? Right. I mean, that, now that's always a very dangerous mindset because, like, uh, like a developer can just be like, "You think you don't like this, but you actually do." You can't old, just go the old blizzard. The old right? blizzard, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the, you know, it's the Diablo approach, right? You can't just do that shit. So, um, yeah, it's it's it, you know they're they're walking like a you know like a very fine line, right? It's tough, and, yeah. and I. Get get that like i play jet 90 percent of the time but when i play xbox i play killjoy mm. which is weird like i get it it's weird i can't be in someone's face and throwing knives at them and shit i gotta put a molly down i turn the tube and you fucking just, hide like a wait. little hide like a little like scaredy boy and, <laughs> and that's just fine like that's just how it has to be yeah Unless, yeah, put, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, what like what long angle can you go for jet? Is like fuck people over. Like you, you want to risk going mid and trying to take. Like, I mean, you could go mid, and and mid is good, but like if you're a defending side, mid terrifies. Mid's me as a better defender, with man. like uh, like when I play, a lot of mid players will be like an omen and like a sky and whatever else yeah the rest doesn't matter yeah but like someone who can smoke and someone who can flash yeah and 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 you just kind of shut down any mid aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, alternatively you could do two mid one in the kitchen area one in b right but yeah it's pretty pretty set in stone like what is good in icebox and what is not good in icebox. right yeah 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 there's not a lot of like flexibility you feel like uh, yeah i mean I, I don't think so like i think you need certain things on certain sites to to be successful mm-hmm. um like b site you know i i think you pretty well need a sentinel like someone who can get information and, and take a site back yeah you could if you have a really good Sova, the Sova could play B. Mm-hmm. That's fine because he can shoot his dart all the way to spawn, basically. Yeah, from B pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, you're never going to put a Phoenix on B to solo A because, like, he just can't. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. None like, of his abilities, like, work for long-range duels. Yeah, like, exactly. It's all close-range bullshit. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, though, that they mentioned in the Dev Diary is that they acknowledge the fact that um, uh, player, like, player, the community-made maps have worth but they just don't have the engine. They can't like they had the engine, but trying to develop that engine would take years. And they're like, we yeah, can't, we just can't course. do it. Right. I mean, I'm happy. We got like a definitive answer about that. And they're just like, this is just the reality. We can't do it. Right. It's, it's, it's tough. And I get that. And like, 
Counter-Strike, I think you need like two or three different other programs to even make it work. Yeah. The thing is, Valve released the assets. So like... How long long has CS been around for, right? Long time. Yeah. Yeah, but they released all the textures. Like this is, you know, all the different types of boxes, all the different types of walls, all the different types of this and that and this and that. And, you know, that's almost a, a, a world of its own. Like, Cisco has famous map makers. That's, that's crazy, man. Like, there's a guy named FM Pone. He's the most well-known. He's made, like, a bunch of maps that have made it into the competitive map pool. Jesus. And we man. only have a seven-map seven large map pool. So, like, that on its own is fucked up. And then he's come back years later and done a remaster of the maps he's made. Like, the guy's a fucking <laughs> oh legend. God. So, if they ever do that... Like that's sick, and yeah. I think that's incredible. But yeah, it it would require a lot of work. Yeah, that's just it. I don't. I, I like. I mean, we need to. We need to also like acknowledge that Valorant is still very much in its infancy, right? right? Like, I mean, so for sure, I think it's attainable down the road. Like, and you start like, I mean, you start seeing they 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 can guarantee the longevity that like CS has had, right? And then you can start looking at shit like that. I think CS though, what they did instead of what riot's doing is is they didn't have any skins at all yeah and so when with maps and with skins they kind of open that up for interpretation and that's where it's come from okay so cs skins valve has never made a cs skin those are all community every skin you've ever seen is community made that's such a, like, it's so, and then it's they so... pick and then the some of the like a portion of the proceeds actually go to the creator right okay all right so and it's the same thing with saving the money on our team. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, you guys just do all this work for us, and we'll just be like, "Fuck yeah!" That's the valve way. Look at the Dota major. Oh my you know? god, yeah, yeah. You we'll just donate do- us fifty million, yeah, and we'll just give it as a prize. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, but it works. I mean, because people do because people are passionate about their game, right? Like, of course, yeah, and. I don't know. Like you can pay that ten person our team to make skins all day long, but if you open up the community, that's instead of ten people, that's millions of people. Oh yeah, exactly. And you have some very gifted people there too. Of course, well, right? of course, yes, of course. So, so I like that idea. But yeah, you're right. To develop all that would take a fucking long time. Yeah, exactly. I think I I I'm not gonna write it off and say they'll never do it. I think it'll come. Maybe they'll do it separately. Like uh, you know, look at like you know, sort of like a Halo Forge esque thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll add it into the game a year or two down the road. And just as an extra thing, yeah. I mean, sick. like, I mean, yeah, I, I think we'll get Map Builder. I don't think we'll get skins because, like, Riot's been pretty, like... Like, I mean, they had they, they could have right. done that with League of Legends for ages. And, I mean, they have used, like, concept skins and brought them into the game. Uh, right. Arc like York, Elderwood Orn, like, all these have, like, slowly made it in the game. But it's never just, like, hey, make this skin and right. you can use it. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I mean, obviously, letting people do stuff can open up legal troubles and stuff. Yeah, that's the other that. thing, too, right? So. Actually... Yeah, never mind. I won't get into it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but the Forge thing would be cool. And then you could start to open up community-run maps. CSGO is, like, super successful because of community-made maps. Like, people don't realize this, but the amount of people that play, like, 1v1 maps that are all custom-made, mm-hmm. no, like, Val doesn't make them, like, retake servers, like... Like there's just yeah you could play like zombies well, they, 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 on CS:GO a lot of like the aim trainers and shit like that are all custom famous. made yeah. surfing bee hopping KZ maps like surfing, all oh these crazy different modes that are super weird like scouts versus knives none of the Valve has made zero of these things and these are like community famous modes so I think opening that up it's probably smart yeah and it helps longevity like people don't just want to play unrated or competitive or deathmatch all day long like you want to be able to like well I just want to go fuck around and knife kids like you know what I mean like <laughs> some people are like that yeah well like that's just it it's more of a it's a more of a casual experience than of like- course and, and opening those up are, are perfect like half my team from last season I, I met in a custom server and right like that's that's the beauty of it too like you meet people that way you get the experience you're looking for that mm. way so it's yeah 
Yeah. So, so yeah, they, you know, you know, we're going to endorse it. You want to yeah. endorse it? Map maker, I endorse it. Fuck yeah. Work on it. You know, get it done. Outsource it, whatever you do. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Just pay somebody. I don't care. <laughs> Got riot money. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think that's. I think it's pretty much it for this week. I mean, there's like there's a ton of shit we had to talk about um, this week. I think we're gonna start. Uh, December third is when first stri- all the first strikes start. Yep. I don't know what day that is next week. What day? Do you know what day that is next week? December third. Yeah. Is that like? I don't know. I'm just trying. Right now, I'm trying to plan mentally plan out whether or not we'll be able to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. It's on we Thursday, will. so we can talk about it. Hell yeah, we'll be talking about it. And then the week after, my lunar concern will be here. So. Oh, sick. Even Excellent. better. Yeah, we can rock that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, with that, guys, um, that's it for this episode of Dry Beak. As always, I didn't do this at the top of the show. Um, we're doing it now. Check us out on Twitter at Pop.Disworld. Our YouTube is popped off. Um, we're basically popped off everywhere. Our website's popped off. Um, we do a bunch of other cool shit. We do weeby shit. We do talk about anime. We talk about Warcraft, which you and I have been playing a fuck ton of recently. A lot. Too much, maybe. Um, and yeah, so check us out there. Uh, as always, guys, I'm James. Scott. Perfect. Talk to you guys. <laughs>